In a previous video, I talked about how to move from sadness into anger and how that can be kind of a step up. Instead of just feeling depressed and stuck, you can kind of get some movement back into your emotions and your body with anger and kind of intentionally getting angry. I did receive one question on that video though about, okay, what do I do then? Because what a lot of people end up doing is they'll either stay mad or they'll get in this crazy pattern where they'll go from anger to sadness to anger to sadness and they'll just kind of get stuck in that loop. What should you do to kind of move beyond that? And so I keep on sort of hinting at this theory of there being emotional levels and how the best resource is often not jumping from like sadness to joy or from anger to perfect peace. Like those types of jumps are difficult we have a lot more control over our emotions than we often think that we do, but we often can only move them little steps at a time. So moving from, for example, I'll just go through the list of how I see it. This is more about the general idea of thinking of moving one progression at a time than it is about having the perfect list. So in my opinion, kind of at the bottom rung, especially in this context, is guilt and shame. Which is funny because a lot of people think that guilt and shame are more appropriate for the partner that um, cheated, not for the betrayed spouse. But even for the betrayed spouse, they'll often feel a lot of guilt and shame. Guilt around wondering whether there was something they could have done to solve this, to fix the relationship before it got broken. And then shame for kind of feeling dumb, like I should have seen this coming. Moving from there, the next best step in my opinion, is moving into the space of like kind of apathy and feeling numb. It is shame and guilt are not that helpful for very long. It is honestly better to get to a spot where you're able to get through your day feeling a little bit numb, feeling a little bit apathetic, kind of like, what's the point? At least you're not in a corner beating yourself up. From there, you need to process it to get out of that mental fog though. That's where the grief comes in and genuinely mourning the things that have been lost. And that's what brings up a lot of the feelings of sadness. And from there, I've already talked about it, moving into anger, kind of getting some energy going through your body again, that can be really helpful. From there, it's a funny next step, but it's kind of a little bit of like pride or arrogance, in my opinion. Once my clients, I can sense this feeling of like, recognizing that they're kind of better than the partner that cheated on them and the person that they cheated on them with, once they can kind of get to this state of like, okay, yeah, like, why am I concerned about them? They're beneath me. This doesn't matter. Like, they are ridiculous people. I am better than that. It's not the best place to stay because it can create a, its own unique form of bitterness and cynicism over the long run. But once I see that, I feel like I know that we're kind of reaching this tipping point and then we can get into some actual good work. Uh, from there, some contentment and routine is what comes next. So the routine is important once you move past like the anger and the pride. The pride is really just to get you in a good enough mental state where you can feel like you can start putting some routine back into your life. Your mornings and your evenings, you have certain rituals that you do, whether it's simple things like making your bed or meditating or drinking um, some tea or coffee while reading a book. Having some type of routine and normalcy back in your life again is what will often come next. From there, you start getting more into the positive side of things. You know, everything up until like, and, and including pride, that's kind of more on the negative side, but you're moving up through the negatives. The contentment and routine, that's kind of a neutral space. 
And then it's time to move into the higher side of these emotions. So the next step would be like courage or fun. Having the courage to go out and do something fun. Having the courage to perhaps even start dating again. Like that's kind of the next emotional stage. From there, it's just an ever-growing spiral of positivity, kindness, optimism, acceptance, joy, creativity. That's when you can start stepping into those things. Once you've gotten to the point where you can kind of rebuild your life and get like a new normal, get a new baseline, that's when you can start adding in the kindness, the optimism, the acceptance, the joy, the creativity. So as far as chat charting out like an emotional path forward, I hope that helps give you a vision and a goal of kind of where you're at right now and what the next step or two might look like for you. Because if you are at that guilt and shame level, like the next step is really just beginning to learn how to process it and go through that grief. If you're at the anger level, like having a little bit of pride and beginning to put together your life again, that's what should come. And if you're kind of just in that routine, but now you're getting bored, that's when like it's time to really step into having some courage, having some fun, being optimistic again, not letting the past define you anymore and stepping into a new future. So hopefully that gives you some perspective.